and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon, and I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are talking about personal capacity. Excellent. Are you ready to talk about personal capacity? I think so. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit that when we selected the topic, I wasn't exactly sure what that meant. And maybe some of our listeners are looking forward to finding out what that means. (laughs) Along with me. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This could be educational for us as well as our listeners. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think probably one of the easiest ways to describe what we're talking about is to liken it to the the memory on your computer hard drive or or your phone, actually, and and what it's like when you bump up against that capacity, the hard drive capacity or memory capacity, and how things slow down they don't work right um I don't know I've bumped up against that a number of times with my um iPhone I think you uh probably have too yeah it's really more my computer where I I think I run into it uh yeah because I like to you probably don't have 20,000 pictures on your phone I have a, I, there are many, many pictures of a certain white poodle on my phone, <laughs> but it's astounding how many there are. But I also buy the largest capacity phone <laughs> whenever I buy a new phone. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. But but with my computer, man, it's like I'll be plugging along. I always buy a MacBook Pro, and then I'll get I'll, I'll get to that point where I've, I'm approaching the, the hard drive's capacity, and everything mm-hmm. just slows down, and I, uh, then it becomes a whole thing where I have to try to offload stuff and get it so it's going enough again where I can actually consider buying a new computer down the road yeah but with with our personal capacity we we can't buy a new brain (laughs) (laughs) not yet anyway (laughs) that's right (laughs) right so we have to we have to figure out how to manage it Mm-hmm. And we and we have to get better at it. And I think that this example is um, really useful in that because I think most people think that they should be able to run at 100%. Right. That if they're not running at 100%, they're not doing enough. Right. And um, as any of us who have bumped up against this with any of our electronics know, you can't run at 100%. And even if you get up very close, I remember I was complaining about my last um, phone and I kept bumping up against capacity issues and it was a, what what is it, like a 64 gigabyte phone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have like four gigabytes available. And I think you were the person who said, that's not that many. <laughs> right. 
It's not supposed to, you're not supposed to feel it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And it was like, that was such a shock to me. Like mm-hmm. four gigabytes is a lot, but I guess, you know, in context, it's not really. And so, you know, when we think about what our brains are capable of and where we should be running to be sort of at an optimal level, shall we say, um, it's much less than we think. Right. And you know, it just occurred to me is as we age, the amount, the percentage of our capacity we should be using perhaps needs to be lowered and or our expectations for what we can do perhaps needs right. to be lowered. We're going to cut ourselves some slack. Like I, yeah. I think I could do, I did, I was more effortless when I was in my 20s to do to be operating on all cylinders than it would be now. Right. I don't even try now. Right. <laughs> I shouldn't, nor should I, right? <laughs> right. That's exactly right. That's not like, that's not a, um, that's not slacking or, you know, some sort of failure. That's, that's taking care of yourself. And that's being, it's actually being reasonable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's unreasonable to think that you can run at 100%. Right. And that's where we get into trouble when we think that it's reasonable to do everything we can possibly do. Right. At the same time. (laughs) Yeah. And not just do multiple things, but do things perfectly. Mm. And so, you know, there's a lot of different ways to think about this, like the number of things you're doing, how you're doing those things, um, what you're thinking about, what resources you have available to you. And a lot of stuff takes up energy that, um, you know, which impacts our capacity that we don't even really think about. I mean, like mental energy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, um just thinking about you know sort of perseverating on an idea thinking about something over and over again takes up a certain amount of energy it takes up a portion of your brain and it also you know thinking burns calories i mean i don't mean that as like a weight loss thing (laughs) right (laughs) but you know it, it 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 uses up energy that's of the total energy that's available to you. And mm-hmm. so if you spend a lot of time worrying about something, you're using energy that you could be using to actually do something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have to just take a moment to give you kudos for using the word perseverating. <laughs> Thank that was you. awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, if we if our brains are busy perseverating or overthinking everything or worrying it's hard to get anything done when it, whereas if you can let it be easy and not overthink and just do um, it, it, which is easier to do if you're not trying to do too much then right. life is easier yeah 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 like a pretty simple example is something like making your bed in the morning mm-hmm. and you know, if you just are a person who likes to make your bed and you just make your bed and you don't think about it, it doesn't take any energy. I mean, you know, it just takes very little. It doesn't 
take up much of your personal capacity. But if you're a person who would like to be making your bed, but you aren't, and you spend a lot of time feeling bad about that or um, trying to get yourself to do it, but you're not, you know, whatever, then you're taking up some of your capacity by not doing the thing that you want to be doing. Right. That's just not happy making at all. I mean, no. Using up your capacity, not doing what you want to be doing. No, don't. That's no. That's no way to live. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, the reverse can be true, too. Like, if you make your bed because you think you should do it, but you really don't care about it, and so then you're resentful about it, it's the same Mm -hmm. thing. Like, so don't make your bed. Mm-hmm. And and be willing to let it go. That's where I fall into it. Uh, yeah. I don't make my bed. Yep. Because um, there's always somebody in it when I get out of it. <laughs> that makes it hard. I can't make the bed around him, so it just doesn't <laughs> get made. Uh, yeah, and I was thinking while you were talking, I was so I don't have that, personally have the bed making problem since I've, let go of caring about that a long time ago but um i was thinking about for me my quickbooks data entry that's i want to be the person who enters the damn quickbooks every week but that's not happening (laughs) and although i don't really feel (laughs) resentful about it i do feel a little stressed about it and um i need i think it would be good of me to make a shift to finding a way to make it easier for myself yeah Yeah. And that's one of those things where, you know, it could be as simple as sort of reframing it by understanding why it matters to you, why you want to be the person that does your QuickBooks every week, Mm -hmm. and then reminding yourself of that when it's time to do it, Um, making sure that you have it, you know, stuff that's more practical, like making sure that you have a dedicated time to do that, and that you make it easy on yourself, like everything you need to enter is in one spot. Because if you think about it, and it's like, oh, God, I have to like gather everything together, and I don't know where stuff is, and I'm going to forget, you know, if you are using a lot of energy, worrying about how able you will, how successful you will be able to complete it, that's also a problem. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, you know, figuring out how to make it easy to do and why it's important to you will reduce the capacity that it takes up and make it easier for you to do it. Yes. And I feel like it also um, gets helps ease me past that barrier to getting started, which is usually the, the hardest part. Right. Getting started. But just all those things that you suggested, like making it easy on yourself to actually do it, helps with that. And plus the mindset shift is really helpful, too. So thank you. I'm, um, I, I think I'll, I'll have to try to report back uh, next week. But I feel as though this is going to allow me to, I have to do some catching up before I can do it weekly. Although I could start, I could put in last week's entries now. Well, but you don't here's have to the wait thing. till the backlog's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to wait till the backlog's gone. And right. you could also just do just commit to doing fifteen minutes a week mm-hmm. and see where that gets you. It would get me fifteen minutes a week farther than it is now. 
Right. <laughs> that much I know, right. <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, if it feels like too much to um, commit to getting it all done, just mm-hmm. commit to 15 minutes. I mean, it, you mm-hmm. know, we sort of did a little bit of that with this episode. And like before we started, we mm-hmm. gave ourselves permission to let it be a short episode if we didn't feel like we had enough to say. That's right. And then that allowed us to probably we'll end up talking a long time. <laughs> I know, which yeah. happens every time we do right. that. Right. I right. Think. <laughs> yeah. Getting it, giving us permission for it to be short allows us to get started. Yes, yes indeed. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think that's all really good advice that probably can apply to a lot of different situations. Absolutely. And I, and I think that, that there's a key there that the the way that that works that giving yourself permission or creating um you know sort of setting yourself up for success by removing some of those barriers and um making it small enough that you could do it you know all the things that you do to to let it be easy that that reduces the capacity which makes it easier to do which means that you can either easily accomplish what you set out to do or even do more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so letting it be easy allows you to let it be easier <laughs> <laughs> i think that we need to make that a bumper sticker <laughs> um, but that's great that's excellent i love that i love that yeah yeah it's a it's a uh non-vicious cycle right it's, what would the opposite of that be i, know, I couldn't come up with it could i <laughs> um happy happy cycle it is a happy cycle it's a it's a i don't to me it feels like restful like mm-hmm. somehow it's relaxing to think about getting stuff done with ease mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That word, like I instead of word. feeling like work, it feels like oh, I can get this stuff done, and it won't feel like work. Right. That sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're done. Okay, thanks for thanks for listening, <laughs> folks. It's almost fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that that factor into personal capacity. Um, You know, like we're talking about this sort of the mental energy that goes into something. Um, But there's also elements of time and sort of having a, um, a more accurate assessment of your available time and how long things take. Mm-hmm. I think is also key to sort of understanding your personal capacity and working within it. So many people have a hard time un- uh, predicting how long something's going to take. I find that with my clients, many clients will think decluttering and organizing is going to take no time at all. And then, of course, we know it's going to take a while when we, or right. sometimes other clients think it's going to take absolutely forever so they can't do it they can't get started when in fact it's a pretty quick job and of course that applies to all different things in life you know i was thinking about expectations and how um managing one's own expectations 
can be a key to happiness, right? If you don't, if yeah. you don't expect too uh, much, then you're not disappointed, and that can fall. That can um, play into this if you think you can get this huge list of things done before you leave for work or before you go to bed, um, and you don't. That's a uh, that's not working within your personal capacity or below your capacity right. and it's not going to make you happy um so being realistic about about those things and those estimates of time is really really helpful yeah absolutely and you know setting setting yourself up instead of like you said having some big long list that you'll never accomplish um have two or three things and be able to check those off your list Mm-hmm. that's it feels so different even if you right. you know even if you had the big long list and you finish the same three things it's going to feel very different completing three things off a list of 10 things versus completing three things off a list of three things right absolutely and we feel i feel as though we may have talked spoken about that recently <laughs> Or, I believe that we have. <laughs> and less recently. We talked about this a lot, but it's so true. Yeah. Uh, it's so true. And, and, and couching it in terms of not overtaxing your capacity, I think, is really interesting. Yeah. Well, and, you know, for people who deal with perfectionism, that just the notion of feeling like you should be at at least 100%. Mm-hmm. can be really problematic. Give it and all you got. Give it 110%. Yeah. Right. That's I, not helpful. Uh, no. Yeah. Those people sh- need to stop. <laughs> there is only 100% and 100% isn't reasonable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we need to put uh, that on a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> There's only 100% and 100% isn't reasonable. <laughs> right. <laughs> Honk if you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but it's it's like really accepting the idea that what's reasonable is, you know, say 80 Mm percent and giving yourself that buffer to in terms of time and energy and resources um, that it makes a huge difference and can make it easier to do things mm-hmm. I mean like you said it seems like things either like I think something's going to take five minutes or it's going to take like five million hours <laughs> you know like oh, oh my god that's this quite is like, a range <laughs> you know it seems like something is going to be like super easy take no time and mm-hmm. but it actually takes way more time than I think or it feels like oh my god this is going to take forever I'll never be able to finish it but it's actually done in five minutes right you know it seems like it's there's like an inverse relationship somehow mm-hmm. um, so like being getting better at estimating how long something's going to take is really helpful in dealing with capacity interesting and do you think i mean is are there techniques for doing that for getting better at estimating those things well i 
Yeah, I think so. I think it it depends on sort of which end of the spectrum you're landing on. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, so if you're landing on the assuming that something's going to take no time at all, and it really takes a fair amount of time, or, you know, whatever, even if it's just significantly more than you think, like building in... um, an estimate. And I think we talked about this when I talked about um, uh, how I overcame my, my, um, my chronic lateness. Oh, oh, right. Uh Uh-huh. And that, you know, if I think something is going to take a half an hour, that I add, you know, 15 minutes, I give myself a 15 minute buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I may only add a 15 minute buffer if I think something's going to take an hour. But to but to add that buffer in to um, create the space for something to take a little bit longer without it throwing everything out of whack. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the other end of things like if it feels like something's going to take forever which makes it hard to get started doing you know like we said with your with your quickbooks um do just commit to doing it for 15 minutes you know commit to doing it for whatever length of time you know however small that um amount of time needs to be to not trigger you into overwhelm right like whatever amount of time feels doable let go of the idea that you have to do it all at once and just do get started or break it down into little tiny increments yeah right both those both sound like great techniques um and then maybe paying attention so that you see when you're mistaken about how long something's going to take on either side right. of the spectrum to adjust yeah. yourself. I'm thinking of, like, I've had this come up with a lot with clients where they, you know, won't want to make a call to somebody because they think it's going to take forever and it's going to be really hard. And, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's like, you know, calling an accountant or calling the insurance agent or calling, it's, it always seems to be professionals like that, to mm-hmm. call a lawyer or whatever, you know, whatever you have to do. And then it seems like it's going to, it's this big, huge thing that's going to take forever. And, and really you make the call and it's like, you know, five minutes or 15 minutes or, you know, whatever, even it could be calling a credit card company or whatever. Those types of things are the things that always seem like they're going to take a huge amount of time and end up not taking much time at all. Mm-hmm. I'll sometimes make those calls for clients, uh, you know, rest, less personal things. But if it's, you know, if they've like, oh, I'll do that after you leave. It's like, well, let's just do it now. So it actually gets done. And yeah. Do you want me to do it? Oh, sure. Would you? Sure. <laughs> I don't have any emotion in it, right? So it's easy for me. To, I hate making calls right. on my own behalf, but I have no trouble doing yeah. it for clients. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's funny how those things work. And sometimes I'll just make a list of those calls for myself and just try to hammer them out one after the other in a, in a, something I call a power hour, just get it done. And yeah, it's usually less painful that way. Right. 
Right. But I, yeah, I think, like you said, paying attention to how long things really take and either making an actual note of that or, you know, a mental note of it so you can remember for the next time mm-hmm. is super useful. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of some some ways to that you can sort of, if you're feeling like you don't have the capacity that you want, um, how you can sort of expand it a little bit. Well, that sounds um, interesting. Yeah. Well, the um, we've talked about a couple of the things, and and one of them is to uh, reduce or even eliminate all the extra thinking that you do about stuff, and that makes an instant change to your capacity. <laughs> so shut down that program. That's yes. over. That's over. Uh, taxing <laughs> Do a the force quit. <laughs> that's right. Force quit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that? Control Alt Delete. I don't. You know what? No, I haven't not, used. No. That's just turning off the rebooting the whole computer. That's not. Oh true. yeah, not that. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> I can't remember what it is. On, I can't either. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, but to force quit that that program of um, overthinking things and um, uh, feeling resentful or, um, you know, uh, having to go through a lot of, of, you know, playing something through in your head over and over Mm -hmm. again before you actually do it. Um, Skipping ahead to the, to the Nike part, to the just do it part, <laughs> can expand your capacity. Um, another thing that just occurred to me is that a lot of times we leave um, open loops, like things are left unfinished. Um, I had a really bad habit of just sort of because I work from home, not really finishing up my work day mm-hmm. and, you know, leaving my computer open and leaving programs open and leaving things on my desk. And, and that's, um, it's like, um, phantom energy draws. Like one of the things that uses the most electricity in your home is leaving your television plugged in all the time compared to when you actually use it. Even though your TV like it, is off, it's still using a lot of energy. It's still drawing energy. And, you know, all of these things still left plugged in draw energy, which is part of your capacity. Mm-hmm. So the more things that you can complete and be done with, at least for that, for, for now, the more energy you can make available to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's interesting imagery there. So shutting down your figurative workday, I mean, in your brain, turn, you know, mm-hmm. closing up shop physically yes. and mentally can help you with your capacity and also help you enjoy your evening. Right. Yeah. I like right. it. Right. And then, yeah. And, you know, you can think about other things that, you know, things that you leave undone. I know, like, if I'm, um, 
doing laundry say it's always if I don't like set a timer on my watch and I don't so that I can forget about it because I know I'll be reminded it's like this sort of this little program running in the back of my mind like oh don't forget the laundry don't forget the laundry (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's interesting I that's not what I thought you were going to say I was thinking when you mentioned laundry I was thinking about how for so many of my clients there's all this laundry all over the place much of it's clean and it just doesn't get put away because as we talked about I think in our closet curating episode if your drawers are too full um it's hard to put your laundry away but yep. uh if you um so I was going with that metaphor like the laundry's not done until it's put away and if you're leaving it undone even if it's clean it's it's adding a burden yeah absolutely I think that's true too yeah but you're absolutely right. Setting reminders on your phone so that you don't have to worry about remembering, hugely mm-hmm. helpful. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, that's like we talked about what in the task management episode and, you know, we've probably talked about a bunch of times, um, is that getting stuff out of your head and on paper or in an electronic task management system or planner or whatever frees you up to think about other things Mm -hmm. and you don't have to sort of reserve part of your brain to help you remember the things that you need to do right you can leave that part of your brain open and expand your capacity or expand your available capacity right interesting yeah I think I'm going to be reflecting on these things a lot in the next week or so. Something tells me this is going to come up in my head a lot. <laughs> we'll see. I may completely forget. We'll write it down. <laughs> well, it's a, yeah, I'll be writing the show notes, so it, I, I will write it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, I think the sort of the main thing to remember um, – especially for people who are dealing with perfectionism, is that um, what is reasonable is less than 100%. Right. You know, so whatever that is for you, the number 80% sort of pops into my head. Um, But, you know, so if you're running at 80%, think of that as optimal. Mm Mm-hmm. That even seems high to me. Yeah. But it's not all that easy to measure, I don't think. No, I think it's all yeah. very subjective. Yeah. But if you feel like you have, you could do more, then you're probably at a good place. Hmm. Oh, I like that. Well, maybe we could make that a bumper sticker. Maybe. <laughs> I'm going right over to Zazzle now. <laughs> Wee! I already forgot what you said, though. If you think you could do more, <laughs> then you're probably at a good place to stop. Was that it? It's something like that. Thank <laughs> God this is recorded. Right. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Anything else to say on this, Janine? Yeah, it seems like a very good place to stop. Yeah. Um, and also, I would like to point out that 
In fact, by giving ourselves permission to let this be a short episode, if we ended up not having much to say, we once again have exceeded 30 minutes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) There you have it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So we would love to hear from you. Um, Where do you struggle with your capacity? How are you successful in managing it? You can leave us a message at 413-424-GTGE. You can head over to the show notes at gettingtogoodenough.com where you will also find all of the links to our social media um, uh, profiles. That's what they're called. We're we're on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Um, So please share Getting to Good Enough with a friend if you enjoy listening to us. And we would love it if you would take a minute to leave us a review at iTunes or um, uh, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps other people learn about us. So for now, I'm Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And I'm Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. It really is helpful that we record stuff because I forget it like moments after it comes out of my mouth. Sometimes I forget it before it finishes coming out of my mouth.